Eddie, it's so fucking funny, man. We were having like a full-blown convo about yeah. the topic that we want to speak about today. Prior to this, we were we were literally like into the shit. Yeah. Into the shit. And it. we're like, we need to record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's it how we know good. we got a good topic. It was exciting. It was getting exciting and we were into it. And yeah. I was about to keep going to the point that... I, Cause it almost felt like the podcast we were recording already. It I did. felt like it. It did. It felt like we were recording already, but we weren't. We've hit a flow state, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say why. Because not only did it feel like we were already recording the podcast, but it also felt like we were having a regular conversation. Yeah. It yeah, felt like yeah. it felt like me and you were just chilling in my car, talking, but also it felt like we were recording the podcast. Yeah. We've, yeah, yeah, we've, we did. we've officially come to a space where we married the two, which. Was the goal, you know what yeah, I mean? To bring our conversations into a podcast form and do them in a way that that you know, like, oh wow, I can't even tell the difference. Yeah, I, I felt that a little while ago. I felt like, you know, I it just, I guess, I also think it's because the, the I'm looking at you and through a screen. Yeah. So that's what reminded me of the podcast, but just the energy. It was more of the energy that I felt right now, and I was like, I didn't want to stop talking. So uh, I know that since I didn't want to stop talking, I said, this is something that we should start recording because yeah, yeah. even though I was saying some things that we probably <laughs> we couldn't have We're shared, better off. We're yeah, better off right now. Not recording. But we, we, we were so, all right, listen, guys, we have the topic that we have this week that we want to talk about is intimacy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because it's been a whole week since we actually released an episode. Yes. Before we even get into the topic, Eddie, how are you? <laughs> excited because we were just having a good conversation <laughs> but i'm great i'm great how are you i'm good man i've had a great week i'm fucking losing weight just an update on on my on my weight loss journey losing weight i finally broke into the 230s which is like i plateaued at 240 243 for a while and i finally broke into the 230s i'm weighing in consistently now between 237 and 240 Nice. So like um I I broke that plateau and I think it's because my caloric intake is so low compared to what it used to be. Like I I, I made dinner today and like you know uh, the, the little one's dinner and my girl's dinner was like these big plates and I had like this tiny plate with some steak and broccoli on it. And that was my dinner and it was like I was fine with it. I didn't feel like I didn't like eat enough. Anyway, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling great. Uh I got a new puppy. Yeah, you know, I didn't talk about that. We haven't spoken about that on the podcast. This is the first time. Uh, yeah. So I got a puppy, Stan, Stan the man, Stanley Ipkiss, Stanley Kubrick, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, was the Yelnet. last podcast you were? Was he on the last one? He, we recorded it, but we didn't release that episode. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is technically the first time he's being mentioned in a way yeah. where it's going to be released and people are going to listen. 
Um, so yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Uh, and, um, we've had some cool experiences since the last episode that's dropped, which was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, we have some really cool stuff planned and in store for some future episodes. We're just trying to mesh out the details. We'll talk a little bit about it when we actually figure that out. Yeah. But uh, I guess I give you guys a little bit of a an idea. Very Midnight Gospel-ish kind of shit going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to it big time. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay. So was that enough of an update? Uh, it was perfect. Perfect. Right on time. Oh, no, also, that's... real quick. I'm sorry. Um, Kirby, we love you. Thank you for supporting us and buying merch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was the, the first one to support Kirby. Yeah, no, I love it, man. I love that guy. Fucking my brother. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're going to put a link in the description of this podcast. Just if you guys wanted to buy any t-shirts or any merch, masks, et cetera, et cetera, uh, you can click that link and you can go ahead and support the podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that'd be cool. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, much love. So this topic. So this topic is uh, intimacy. How did, how, let's get into how to even come up. Like I was. So thank you for that. I was. I was actually going to say I was. So the reason why I wanted to talk about intimacy, me and you got on our call to kind of figure out what we were going to talk about this week because yeah. what we initially were going to do this episode on, we couldn't do it due to weather. So yeah. you know we had we had some really big plans and we were going to like this was going to be a very different episode. And we were really excited for it. Um, but unfortunately, due to the weather and a whole bunch of Murphy's Law type shit, that's a foreshadowing. Um, yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of shit. We couldn't have our experience in turn that made us not be able to have a topic to talk about today. But we we got on a call and um, I had just had my therapy session that Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we got on the call Saturday at around like yeah. two or three o'clock. And yeah. um when I spoke to you, I was like, man, I've been thinking about this this topic that I had. It came to my mind and uh, it was intimacy. And it was because in my therapy session, it was a huge subject that we were speaking about. The idea of intimacy and what intimacy meant and how intimacy affected my life and how I viewed intimacy and how I've experienced intimacy as a child and carry that into my relationships and carry that into my friendships. And yeah. uh, like, <clears throat> I don't want to say like, I, I, I didn't have... I, my understanding of intimacy wasn't basic in before my therapy session. It wasn't basic. I understood that there were a lot of nuances to intimacy, but my way of looking at intimacy has shifted because of that session, mainly because I never looked, I, when I thought about intimacy, I always thought about it in the way of how people experience it. My therapy session helped me understand intimacy in terms of how I experience it, which has shifted my perspective because now it's not so much about me. It's not, it's not me being observe of like observant of other people's experiences. It's me being conscious of my own experiences and doing a lot of retrospects and a lot of introspection about how I've experienced intimacy in my life, my childhood, my relationships, my familial bonds, my friendships. And, um, I was like, Eddie, you know, this is a topic that I've been thinking about. And um, that conversation in and of itself turned into a long conversation because, you know, we both, we both, we both kind of started talking about it and we're like, okay, yeah, there's stuff here, you know? Yeah, I was, because I was super, I was super curious. 
especially about what you learned from, you know, your session. So, I, you know, I had a bunch of questions in mind. Um, I wanted to ask you then and there, and I, th- I think I started asking you <laughs> even there. Yeah. But I also wanted to save some from here. And then, then we just started talking right before this. And some of them, one was about to come out right now that I was about to ask you, you know, because I was really, really, really curious about it and what, you know, your perspective on it. Um, because it's so interesting, you know, as I hear what you say about intimacy and your experience of it, it just, you know, all I, again, all I can do is just reflect on my experiences and, and, and not just theorize stuff, you know, like yeah. you know, we could, we could do that. But I think that, you know, can it be, how useful can it be if we just theorize like of what it's supposed to be, you know? Well, and, and, I'm learning that I'm learning that my 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 ability to theorize it allows me to shift my perspective. No, I'm not saying for I mean like yeah, not a knock on on if yeah. you want to theorize. What I'm, I'm just I'm saying say what like, it does for me because you said well, like what yeah. would that do? That, that's what it does for me because if like if I if I if I keep sharing my experiences in general, like if I just talk about my experiences only, without without being conscious of how those things have been a detriment to me then I, it'll be hard for me to shift because I'm, I'm focusing too much on how I looked at it and not how I want to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I get it. I mean, um, but it was so, it what was you're just, saying is not it, wrong. I'm just, I, I, I needed to share, I guess, my perspective on why I theorize on it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it's not a, a, a I did, I think the best, the best, um, the best form form of learning is experiencing. Yes. You know, so, yeah, so that's time. why I, that's why I like, and it it there's a there's a certain like even I just feel when people share experiences, I think that's a level of intimacy in itself. Absolutely, hell yeah. You know, and but I've realized, and and you could you could tell me what you think about this. When people share theories. You know, I don't know if there's that that much, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Einstein can feel intimate when he's sharing a theory or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why I said that. It wasn't in, in, in no, and again, we digesting differently. It wasn't no shot or anything like that. It was yeah, just, no, I didn't take it as that. I, I, you know. What I felt, what, as I listened to you, I listened with ears of experience is what, I'm, yeah. what, I, wanted, what I wanted to say. Um, but I think that we, we have very, it's so crazy. The way we describe it is so is is is, or maybe because of our experiences, we have different experiences. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, but I think that we touch on a lot of the same things that make up intimacy. Yeah, I don't think that we look at intimacy differently at all. I think the only thing that where we come to odds on, and which is not even odds, is that because I, I because I'm being very particular with my language and how I share it is that it comes across like I'm speaking I'm speaking about what it should be and not what it is for me right okay. and the yeah, reason yeah. why I do that is because if you notice you in the con- in the conversation that we had before is that I said no I agree with you I've had those moments right that's my experience my experience is very similar to yours like I've had moments where I experience intense amounts of intimacy with what could be a stranger right but then yeah. But the thing is, is that I, because I'm, because I'm trying to practice my ability to recognize things in a conscious way, I'll say, yeah, but I have to realize that may not be the type of intimacy that is healthy for me. 
So I can't look at that. Like I, I try to stop myself from looking at that as it being purely intimate. In reality, there's other things attached to it other than intimacy that makes that feel like it may be intimate, right? Because we can fool ourselves into thinking something's intimate or we can yeah. fool ourselves into thinking that something's an, a genuine connection. When in reality, it's us. It's, it's, it, we're, 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 what we're doing is we're connecting with an idea and not with what's actually happening. So like, like when we were speaking about that, I was connecting with what you were saying and I was like, yeah, I get that. Like I've been in similar, maybe not the same, obviously, but in similar situations where I felt those things. But then I realized when I, when I retrospect it, when I look at it backward and I think about those experiences with the lens that I'm being given through therapy, with the lens that I'm being given through trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong in some aspects of my life, I recognize like that is me placing and projecting myself onto other people and confusing my projection with connection, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so like that for me, I'm not saying that's what happened with you, but yeah, th- yeah. that's why I'm careful with how I describe my experiences because I'm trying to kind of process intimacy in a more healthy way. Okay. So, so you, you also see it in, 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 in an unhealthy way as well, the intimacy. I think that, yeah, I think that I, well, I think that we can, all right. I think that I have in the past looked at the th- looked at things that may not have been innately intimate. Got you. Now that that okay, that's what I was. So uh, now it leads to find out what is what is yeah, what is intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, because now because that was the whole thing. I was trying to figure that part out because I'm listening to you. And I'm like, wait, does he mean is he labeling it an intimacy and 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 that's what he's trying to say? Yeah. That he's correct. Or, or, or you just met, it was intimacy and you just found it to be unhealthy. Well, and there's, there's that too, right? I, just, I, just, I was just interested in that exists, hearing that exists what also. that looks like for you, an yeah. unhealthy, intimate moment or unhealthy, unhealthy, intimate. It's both. It's both. Cause okay. I've experienced both. I've experienced things where I, I can, you can fool yourself into thinking that well, this is way more intimate than it actually is. Right. And then yeah. what happens is that you create false, false connections and, and false investments and attachments. Right. Through what you believe to be these intimate moments, and then there are things that are are intimate moments and are connections, but that doesn't mean that they're not that they're um healthy for you, and that's where codependency comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. because that these intimate moments, these connections, these things that you are feeling and connecting with somebody can then become a form of codependency, where you're like you're like, wow, this makes me feel good, it's feeding me, and now I'm attached to it. I need to yeah. keep feeling it in order for me to feel full, right? Mm-hmm. And then that becomes a form of codependency, right? So it's about healthy ways of exploring and understanding intimacy and then also being able to recognize the difference between intimacy and codependency, right? And how to separate those two things. And then also being able to recognize when you're projecting yourself into other people and creating a narrative for them, right? So for example, let's say if I meet a stranger out on a train and I uh, have a conversation with them and all of a sudden I share them the deepest, darkest details of my life. I'm not connecting with them, even though it may seem that way, right? I'm, wow, wow, this person's so easy to talk to. You're so easy to talk to. I'm really connecting with you. But in reality is there's something that I needed. And I, what I did is I made that person what I needed. And I just, I shared with them because I needed to let this out. I needed to share these things. Yeah. You know? 
So, and, and the thing is that can be misconstrued as a form as intimacy. Maybe it is right. Then that's where it's weird because it, I mean, it, it is an intimate moment in and of itself, but it's an intimate moment with yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think that we share on that level. You share like that, whether it's strangers or friends, you share, you, you need someone to listen to you. Yeah. It's different though, because I trust you. Right. That stranger, I didn't trust that stranger. Oh, I yeah. did it because I needed it. Right. It's different. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. If yeah, I didn't yeah, trust yeah. you, I wouldn't share with you. There's a huge difference between No, no, no. no. Yeah. I, no I'm, I'm listening to, to your motivation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, and I'm thinking about my motivation. Like, I, can, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just weird because I can trust. Like, you know, it's like when people say you're innocent to proven guilty. No. So it's, it's like I, there are moments that you have, there's certain levels of trust you have to earn. Yeah. But I think there's a general trust that I like to give people. So if I have, if I share something, but I guess maybe it's because of where I'm at in my life and my mm-hmm. just how I view things now. I think that more for me now, sharing experiences is n- less about uh, getting things off my chest and yeah. more about adding value. Yeah. Because I think that if you share certain lessons and certain experiences that that shows mistakes, so people can avoid those kind of things. Yeah. I think. But then the motivation is different, obviously, than what you're saying. You're saying yeah. that if you just got to get off your chest, you're gonna you're using the person basically yeah. like here, yeah. take all this shit, you know. Yeah, like, I'm just dumping this on you in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. But then there's Not- also, but then there's also like what you're saying is is something that I connect with because I also, if I'm having a conversation with someone that and I, I and I and I can see you do that a yeah. lot. Yeah, you know. But the thing is, is that that's different because I if I'm if let's say if it's the same act. Yeah, just but the different. motivation. The motivation is different because I'm and, trying to add yeah. value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, if I meet a stranger, let's say if if uh, before when we were let's say we're presenting to a room and we're talking about OGGB, right? Let's just use that as an example, which was like a Anga Great Bless motivational thing. It was a motivational thing that we did, and we talked to kids once, right? And we motivated them, and it's just I'm bringing that as an example because that's me talking to a room full of strangers with purpose, right? But let's say if I talk to one of those kids on the side and they're a stranger, but I share with them really intimate details about my life. But yeah. I shared with them those details because I wanted to add value to their life because I thought that they can learn lessons through that, right? Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, because I don't know them that well, I can share those things. And there is, there's, it's not trust so much as it is a fearlessness. I don't have fear that this person can use these vulnerabilities as leverage, right? Right. It's not me trusting them. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't trust them. I, just, I don't need, I, there's nothing. It doesn't exist. There is no, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't neither trust them nor distrust them. It's just yeah, that yeah. there's no fear. I don't, I don't, there's no, there's no, I don't, I don't feel any hesitation in sharing because you don't hold any sway in my life. Got so it, yeah. like someone like you, you're really important in my life. Right. And here's the thing. The moment that the trust wouldn't exist between us, you know, a lot, you have a lot of leverage for me in my life. There's a lot of things there that ultimately can make me feel an anxiety or a fear. Right. Yeah. So if I knew that I was talking to someone and I find out, let's say if there's a stranger and I'm unloading all of my baggage on them on the train, but then I find out that they're like the executive producer on set, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 and then yeah. I'm like, oh shit. You know, I just yes. told this person way too much, you know? And, but I also think it depends on, I mean, you, if you're talking from your I'm talking, stance, yeah, yeah. yeah, then that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because I think so, there's a lot of people that I've met, and I think even for me, to a certain like, who, who, how I'm showing up now, I'm, I'm more of an open book. You know, I don't try to hide too, too much now. You know, I think 
because of how it feels to live. Yeah. Just, you feel free, you know? So like, I, you know, and I thought about what you just said, like me, you, if I ever feel like I can't trust you anymore, anything that you know about me, like, I'm like, most, most of the world knows about it. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I wouldn't feel any kind of way. Like I wouldn't feel any kind of anxiety. So it's just interesting how, um, just how we identify with certain things. But anxiety you know, doesn't need to only come in the form of doing something to hurt you. It could also come in the form of losing somebody. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So it's, yeah, it's like, there's. If, I mean, if, if, I'm if, only if identifying them in ways that are extreme, right? I'm identifying them in ways that are clear to see, right? Like someone yeah, yeah, doing yeah. something to you. But there's so many different ways that that can come. You're you're someone that I care about a lot. So let's say if I felt like if I I, I didn't trust you in the way that I did, and I shared something, and I thought it put you off, and now all of a sudden we're not friends. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, yeah. we have we have a friendship where I trust you and that I know that you don't judge me, that I can share things with you, and I'm, I have no fear of there being any repercussions for me sharing. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like for private people, that 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 may be more of a yeah. And, and I think just kind of what you spoke about, like there's a I don't want to say when you appreciate someone is a little bit different than when you're codependent. Like yeah. when you appreciate someone and you the value, you don't want to lose that. But if you share something and you feel like, and they kind of leave because of it, it's almost like a blessing, <laughs> you know? It, it, it is if you have the ability to have that perspective. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. change the facts of if you cared about somebody and they leave, it's going to hurt no matter what, right? Like yeah, regardless, I, even if you're not codependent, think, losing think, someone think, you care about is never a good feeling. You know, in retrospect, you could say, you know what, good riddance, but you could, you're going to feel, I think, you know? I think the reality, of it, I think that the, the, for me, I'm not even going to say, like, for me, if I was to be in that situation, and, and I'm only speculating and I'm only assuming what, what, I, what I would do because I'm not in it right now. Yeah. But, um, I think that just the realization, like, almost feels like you've been lied to. Yeah, I, I'm sure that can be an emotion you that know, you feel like, in that. Yeah. Because, because of the idea of, like, wait a minute, like, you're my dog, you're my boy, you're my brother, and I just tell you this one thing and you're, like, gone? Like, it's just, like, were, were you really my brother? Were you yeah. really that close with me? So it brings a lot of things to questions, you know, and I think I would feel that, you know, because as you said that, I was like, damn. It would suck. I, I was I that, you know, I had been duped, yeah. you know, in, in a sense. Yeah, but, big, big um, time. But that's what I mean about like the separation of like talking to a stranger, talking to someone you trust, talking to somebody that you have no fear of judgment, but also having an emotional investment with. Like that's intimacy, right? Like this is, us, this conversation in and of itself is us having intimate conversations for the world to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's, this is intimacy and you could have that kind of conversation with a stranger, but oftentimes when you are, you're talking to yourself, you know? Maybe. I for mean, me, it depends on where me. you're at. Yeah. Where, you where you're at. You're like, you know, unless, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure I can point out moments where I've spoken to somebody that I just met where I'm like, wow, that, I'm, this person's cool as fuck. Right. Yeah, you have a great connection. Hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I've, I've definitely experienced that before. I'm just talking about those moments where you share a lot about yourself, really vulnerable okay. in those moments, and it, I think it like can be of, that. I think the first time we've met, I felt that. You know, I think like I remember feeling that energy. I, you know, I guess not only with you, but with a couple people in our class. Yeah. You know, I felt that. You know, like the, just instantly there was a connection. You know, it almost. I, it's gonna sound really corny but it almost felt like it was kind of like it was written before kind of thing you know like it was it was just 
aligned in the cards, yeah. you know, for, for things just to happen the way they happen. But you can almost feel those moments. I don't know if you, if you, if you experienced that, but I know for me, I would feel when I meet certain people that there's this, I don't want to say this bigness to it, you know, that, that, that there's an instant connection that is this, like the universe aligned it, that is effortless yeah. in a lot of ways, you know? Um, so those are, the, those are real interesting experiences that, that I have that sometimes I go like, I didn't even have to work to feel this, this yeah. level of intimacy. I didn't have to put nothing into it. You know, you, you say that. And the first thing that comes to mind in terms of recently is like my therapist. Right. Yeah. And you've had experiences with other ones that <laughs> we're, we're not great. But yeah. the thing is about it is that like, I, I look at a situation like that, but I also think about how bad I wanted it. Right. So it was just a perfect storm of meeting somebody, yeah. meeting somebody that was leveling with me. Right. Someone that was, was, was operating at a similar frequency as me. And also me working really hard to be open and just being all in, right? Because the thing is about it is that me and you could have met, but if I was in a space where I wasn't really trying to connect with yeah, anyone, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have happened. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. When the teacher and then you were also in a very vulnerable place too. And that, I think that's, oh. what, that's, the key, that's the key thing. The key thing is the readiness, the openness. But intimacy, some, like for, you know, the, the thought of it happening, it almost feels instant sometimes. You know, intimacy? not every time. Like, they, all right, maybe let's define it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's define it because the when I when I think of intimacy, I think of closeness. Me too. I think of you know just being close to someone, um, open, and closeness and connection. Um. So, it it was really interesting that like uh, my. And this is me talking about my therapist again, but my therapist kind of defined it in a really, really, really nice way. It was, she said that intimacy is desire, right? It's um, desire. It's, uh, and, and this is, this is not, and I, some of these words sound sexual, but they're not, they don't have to be sexual in nature, but it's desire, arousal, action, right? So there there for intimacy to 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 happen whether that be in a conversation whether that be sexually whether that be um just meeting someone is that there needs to be a desire where you want to be open yeah. with that person and then once that desire is there and you desire it and then you see it now that person and yourself need to connect in a way where it arouses you right not only in a sexual way but it arouses you in a way where you're like okay I like this, right? Yeah. And then the next thing has to be a step for action where you're saying, okay, I'm going to keep talking and now we're going to connect, right? Yeah. So when, when she defined it for me in that way, it, it, it created a, a level of clarity in me. I would add one more word. What would it be? Presence. Yeah, I think, I think that falls in with the, the words that are there already, right? Because a desire creates its presence. You, to desire wow. something for me, I, I that's how I look at it. I okay. so you you adding that you adding that I, if you, because because I think it, that, it creates clarity for you to add that, you know. So yeah, I, I get because it because I think that it's easy to when you desire something, it's easy to be in la la land, yeah, and think about it more than anything else. 
Yeah, um, but that's where arousal I, and action come in. Even with arousal, yeah. I mean, because I've been in, in these states that you know that I'm. I'm I mean, depending on, on what you're looking for and, and what you want, yeah. because when you want something, um, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that if you're not present, what you want doesn't necessarily mean it's what you need. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's why I said the, the word desire kind of is kind of tricky. That's why I added the presence, because the presence will give you the. We're talking about intimacy, though, no, right? Like, like want and need aren't even things anymore in this, right? Because it's just about defining intimacy. Right. Not how well it's done, not whether it's healthy, well, not, you well, know. It, I think I think part of intimacy is 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 being in the moment to to understand what's needed yeah, yeah. for both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm I'm just not, saying, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna debate, you know, your your So that's why no, that's why I'm adding that. I'm yeah. not saying it that um, it was there for me already. I guess that's the reason why I'm yeah, even yeah, yeah. talking okay. talking, you know, I, I have no reason to fucking debate what you're saying. You're right. You know, I agree with you. Yes, presence is hundred percent a part of that. I just looked at it that it was packaged okay, in, in that, okay. right? So okay. the thing is, it was those three things, you know, um, uh, desire, arousal, and then action. And, you know, the thing is those three, those things together create the recipe for connecting with somebody, right? And then yeah. that's where intimacy begins, right? Mm -hmm. That's where not only, that's where it, it begins at desire. And that's one of the most important parts because, and it was so real, and I'm fucking sharing my therapy session on a podcast, but it was so real because when she broke it down to me, it made me recognize so many things and why they went wrong in my life before. And when I say wrong, I don't mean like these cataclysmic moments. I mean like these really small moments where I had a breakdown of communication, whether it be with my mom or a breakdown of communication with someone in my life, right? Is that everything needs to start with desire. If there's no desire, and you try to skip a step, it's not going to work. For example, let's say me and you were disagreeing on a podcast episode. Yeah. If one of us doesn't have the desire to work through that debate, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No matter what, it does not matter, right? It can, here's the thing, is that we can trick ourselves to thinking it worked if I say something or you say something and then we get aroused by that. And we're like, oh, okay, or you know what? I'm in, I'm in now, right? I'm mm -hmm. in. You know, you you got me in a little bit because now I'm kind of interested in what you're saying. But the reality is, because the desire was never there, there's a certain level that's just never going to be reached because it wasn't. You didn't enter in the conversation looking to do to 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 try to meet that person where they were to begin with. So, and that's making me realize for me, for me as a person, that yeah. that where things can go wrong and what I need to address as a person in terms of how I view intimacy and how I need to recognize, all right, I desire this, but does the other party to this desire this right now? Mm -hmm. Right. And if they don't desire it, what can I do to cultivate an atmosphere where, where I'm being the best version of myself and whatever happens from that happens from that, right? The best conversation will happen. And I, it made me think about a lot in terms of my career. And how oftentimes I get very frustrated when I feel like I can't connect with people on set because they're so different from me. Mm. And I, I get frustrated about it because I'm like, man, they all come from different backgrounds as me. And like, they don't ever, they, I can't connect with anyone because they're just not interested in things that I'm into. And like, they just seem like we're so culturally different that I can't connect with them. And then I realize I'm like, this is happening because I don't have any desire to connect with them. Yeah. 
So because I'm not showing a desire, they, can, they can't show a desire. It's reciprocated. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's uh, I'm, I'm just learning so much about the idea of intimacy through this definition that I got and how to view intimacy and um, and how growing up, we can look at it in such an unhealthy way because we're forced to skip steps. Because as kids, and this is where I can get a little bit into sexual. I don't want to skip too much forward because I'm sure you have things that you want to share on, on the definition. But just this little short anecdote is that as kids, we grow up in a culture, sex-wise, where it's just like, go have sex, lose your virginity, right? Without even asking ourselves, do we really desire that? I did. <laughs> yeah, some people, some, like, some kids did, some yeah. people did. But the thing is about it is that when you're really young, do you even realize that? Do you know that you desire it? You don't even understand yeah. the gravity of what it is. Physically, yeah. But the, the, what I'm trying to say is that you don't understand. Like at a young age, most people, most people, right? I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll speak for myself here. But just even on a de developmental level, right? On a science, scientific level, we're, we're not developed enough at that age to understand the gra six, 15, 16, when you're a teen, like real young teenager, right? And to understand that sex is more than just this physical thing. So you may think that you desire this 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 action without recognizing what the the consequence or what the things that can come from that is the feelings the emotions the yeah 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 right so the thing is is that it's a it's a culture where we're not educated and we're thrown into this really nuanced intimate experience and we skip that level completely and when that becomes the norm that's how we I think I think I think we have examples within our parents and, and you know, family members. And, you know, but we don't, we're we not see. that aware, right? We're not that aware at 15 nah, years I, old. You're not saying, wow, my parents really skipped that first step of intimacy. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, on a subconscious level, we're receiving all these things and, and how, how people connect. And yeah. I think we're receiving this on the subconscious. Yeah, yeah. Like we have this, this gauge yeah. of, of it like so we gauge it not only off of what we see in our in our in experiences in our families but what's in media what's most popular yeah. what's all this other stuff yeah but that's what i'm trying to say like culture right yeah culture culture teaches us these things not recognizing that we're we're a lot of us are, are approaching intimacy in a really unhealthy way because we're skipping steps right yeah. some some people skip both the, the the desire and the um the the arousal and they go right into the action well, so I want to understand before, what do you mean the desire on a mental level, on an emotional level? or Because I, I feel like the, I want to get that clear. What do you mean by the desire? So, so the thing is, is, okay, let's say somebody really wants to be rich, right? That's what they want. Their desire is to be rich. They have to have a desire to do the thing to get them rich. Right. Let's say okay. what is their what is the, the the conduit in order for them to get rich? There's a bunch of them, but if your desire is only to get rich, but you don't have a desire to do the work to get there, you'll never get there. No matter no matter not, what you do. Not true. Well, not true. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the people that are most successful are people whose passions don't come from wealth. So, it comes from outside of that. Right. So rich I'm sure that there's people who make a lot of money with no desire, right? 
yeah. wealthy. Let me let me change the word, right? Like like really generational wealthy, building a foundation of like a lot of success, happiness, okay. all these th- different things that come with success. Like what what I define as successful, me, right? That's what I was about yeah. to say. So the thing is, is like, and I speak to, I speak about this from experience because. I I only started achieving what would be considered su- success when I really truly found something I desire to do. So the moment that I unlocked and I recognized that desire, and then I was aroused by that idea, I took action, and then success came. Right. So like it's it's just that this there's there's. I think that the way and I'm I'm applying intimacy to a career, which is so interesting, but it. <laughs> It's just, that's how I recognized also how some of my successful, my most successful friendships have worked, right? So I think as I'm listening to you, I think desire can be there without understanding. Um, And what do I mean by that? I mean... I think that we can have a natural inclination to want to do these things, to want to be intimate because we didn't get it from our parents. Yep. <clears throat> so that sparks a desire. I'm talking personally for me. Yeah. So be, because I didn't have mom, my biological mom there, I think that, and because I wanted to be with her or like her or, or, or you know, or like my parents, because I knew the story of my mom yeah. and my dad, and they had me so young, I look at it and I go to my, I want to be like them. Yeah. So the desire to, to want to fill that up, even though I didn't understand it later on. And when I look at it in retrospect, I could understand a lot, a lot more, you know, yeah. because I have a ton more experiences and a, a bunch of fuck ups. So, um, that's when I feel that for me, at least that, um, I had the desire, but I wanted to fill that in. So I would do anything to be like my mom. So if my mom had a kid at young at a young age, or my dad had a kid at a young age, because of the story, because I wanted that intimacy, I felt like the desire was always there. It's just I wasn't educated on uh, what I was really looking but for. But that, but I don't think, and this is just me speaking from an outside perspective. Is that's what I mean by the it's it's there's there's steps being skipped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because the thing is about it, one, that's just an unhealthy way of looking at what intimacy is, right? Because... so that, But that's the first step is desire, is yeah. what you're saying. But the it, second step... Yeah. So go ahead. It, it sounds like, it sounds like, just by hearing that, is that you couldn't have felt desire because you didn't know what it was. So it was just, you were aroused by the idea of experiencing what that is. And that's why you took action to it. Right? To desire something, you need to understand it, right? You need to, like, to, to truly, because you can be, money. Money is arousing, right? Like, some people are, like, aroused by money. They're like, oh, I want to do this with money, but with this with money, right? But to desire it is to truly understand it. You need to understand something to really be like, I desire this. I want this. This is something that I want in my life because I know what it is. I see what it is, right? And that's how I feel about it. That's that's my my outlook on it. So when I hear when I hear what you were experiencing as a child, I don't look at that. That's not desire. It may it may look like desire. No, it was desiring love. I get I get what you're saying. It's you wanted like that's what you you needed love, right? Yeah. As a child, you needed love, right? Yeah. So you're gonna it's it 
when you look at it and you tell a story, it sounds like, oh, you de- you desired love, right? But you, it was more so, for me, it sounds like it was more so the way that the story played out, it played out more so in the realm of the step of arousal because you were just like, I'm going to, I'm go- I am I want this, right? In terms of I'm going, I'm aroused by these ideas of, of having a child at an early age, connecting with women, having sex, doing these things, right? And that, that's, that's more so like arousal. I'm aroused by these ideas. I'm, it, it's making me take action without truly understanding what it means to have a child at an early age, to, to, to be neglected and to be without love. So you didn't even know what you were missing, right? You had no idea what you were missing. You just knew that it was missing. You knew that you needed, you knew that love is what you wanted and that you wanted love, but you didn't understand it to truly understand what it looked like. So you didn't even know what to desire. You just know you wanted it. And that's where arousal comes in, right? Like you can want to have sex, and you could be aroused by a woman. And you know, like, I know what that looks like. That woman looks so great. And I want to have sex with her. But do you desire her as a person? You don't even know her as a person. You just know what she looks like. And that's where arousal comes in. You're aroused by this person. So that's, it, it sounds like that with love. You love, I, I, I think I know what it is. It, it makes me feel, right? I, I'm, I'm feeling, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to search it. I'm going to take action to find it and whatever that is. And the only way you know how to find it which is how you've seen it, which was reflected to you by your, your surroundings. But you didn't desire it because you were never given it. You were never given the love to be able to see it in a healthy way, to understand so, what it so, was. So if you were given the love, then you can desire it. So if, if, if you were given the love and you desire to have the sex and, 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 and the intimacy... If you understood it better, is what I'm saying. If you understood what it was, is that... Yeah, I'm com- so you, so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Yeah. So you're saying because of the age factor, you're not developmentally to understand it. I think, or is it because of more. the lack of it? I think or it's both. Because of the lack of. It? I think it's both. Okay. I think because, okay. but the thing is, I think because I want to, I want to stay away from the sex part because that's where it becomes more developmentally, right? Right. I'm, I'm using sex as a way to kind of create uh, an analogy for the yeah. idea of of love being kind of non-existent in a young person's life but mm. and and here's the thing I, I who who knows if what i'm saying like because for me i feel really confident in this idea because it resonates with me right yeah, yeah yeah so when i hear when i hear it and i hear like oh you know i i i didn't i didn't have this as a child and it's something that i really desired because i felt the fact that it didn't exist and i wanted it because i didn't have it but the thing is about it, it's it's um it's like the idea of like, like you don't know what you didn't have. You only know what you thought it was, right? What you think love is. No. I well, so I think I think, and this is just me. Yeah. What I what I feel. I really feel we are we come from love. Right? I think that the idea of love gets confusing. Right. And I think that we have a natural like we have these just biological things that happen when you're born and you have this connection with your mom, whatever it is. And I think that we identify that naturalness that's within us with mom because she's the one closest to us. So I think what happened to me, and this is just me because I sit with this, I process it and saying, did was my mom the only thing that my source of love? Or was love already there and I just identified it with mom? 
and 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 evolution made it that way so that I can stick around her until I'm old enough to realize that love is within me and I can live on my own. Yeah. But it's an evolutionary way of us surviving. But that's not love. I, that's maternal bond. That's a different thing, right? There's an actual chemical thing that happens there. No, but yeah. I, I, but what I'm, I'm talking about say, love and like an emotional and like when we think about like emotional mental health, right? Not not in terms of because that's chemistry. What you're describing is legit chemistry. Like there's there's an oxytocin that we release when we're babies that women like in in is in breast milk. So if you're breastfed as a, as a child by your mother or even is let off by like it's released by you when you feel skin to skin contact, it's connection. Yeah, oxytocin is released in the baby. Yeah. And that oxytocin, it, you know what oxytocin is, is the hormone that's yeah, released yeah. that creates trust, creates yeah. love. It's literally oxytocin is like the molecule of love, right? So it's, I think that's a different thing, right? What you're describing is true. It's not untrue, but I think it's so different what than say. what I'm, I'm. So that, that is yeah. what I meant by I'm chasing. I want to replace <clears throat> or whatever it is. But you didn't know what that was at that age. Reflecting now, I'm trying, I'm trying to say yeah. what I'm looking back at. I didn't understand it. That's what I said. And when I was feeling the desire for something, I didn't understand it. Years later, I understand it. Now, I'm, yeah. as I'm talking about it, I understand it. So th what I was trying to understand, I'm, this, I say these things to understand yeah. you more, yeah, yeah. you know, like that's what I'm trying to figure out because what I experienced sounds, and, I'm, and I, I don't, I, I think it could fall in line with what you're saying, but I, I just, I think I'm interpreting it a little bit different from what you're from yeah. how you're saying it. Because now I, you're, I want to make sure you're saying that if you desire something, you have to understand it. That's the only way you can desire it. Is that what you're saying? I, or... But that, that's what I interpreted. Yeah, I yeah. just want to make sure. It that's well, the thing is what you're saying sounds like what I described, but it's not what I feel. So I, I want to, I need to communicate okay, it, so, I guess, so, in so, a because it's real abstract. Like what I'm trying to describe yeah, it's is it's difficult for me to like. It's a weird you know, I'm concept. Trying, I'm trying to grasp yeah. it with experience. Yeah. You know, especially when you're talking I, about younger it's kids. So, and, and, it's so tough because I'm what I'm doing is I'm applying like, like psychiatry study to completely other parts of life is what I'm doing now, right? So it, it's yeah. I'm I'm taking something that exists in like text and academia, and I'm like applying it in a philosophical way, which is like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's I'm, I'm it's literally hard. just trying to figure it out, right? It's so hard, yeah. it's it's um it's just this idea of like all right, and I, I I'm I'm going to use myself an example as an example. There's things that I desire in my current relationship, right? I desire I desire my partner, right? I desire her sexually. I desire her. I desire a healthy relationship where me and her can connect and communicate in a way that I feel connected and intimate with her outside of any sexual relationship we have. I desire that. And the reason why I can say I desire it is because I, I can envision it in a healthy way. And I'm working yeah. through that. Now, there were times where I desired something different, but I thought it was that, right? I thought, it, I, thought I was desiring a healthy I, I thought that what I was envisioning and what I was seeing and what I was desiring was healthy, but it was unhealthy. And when I can look in retrospect, when I can look in retrospect, I see that my approach was wrong because I was more aroused at the outcome of what that meant and not understanding the actual desire of what it was that I wanted from it and what I needed to do to get it. Right. Because when you desire something, that's when that's your motivation to go get it. Right. Your, yeah. your, your desire is your motivation to go get it and to put it into action 
and then that's where arousal comes in when the two people meet and come connected and then action takes takes place after the arousal so like the the way i look at it is that i the reason why it 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 the reason why there's so many moments in my relationship and my friendships and all these different facets of my life where sometimes it doesn't work is because my desire is not true to what I want. And when I finally understand, and I'm still working on it. What, what does that mean? Because you're, you're using the same I know, I'm using like the same word to define the same word. It's weird. desire isn't what you let want. Me, like, let me communicate was, that better. I'm trying to try to figure out how, how does that look. Because I don't understand com- what you want. completely what I want. Gotcha, okay. My desire is misplaced. Mm-hmm. I desire something. I just don't truly understand what it is yet. Ah, okay. So when I start to get a more clear picture of what it is that I want, I can get it in a healthy way. And I can get it in a way where I'm, where I'm holding myself accountable, where I'm, I'm, I'm doing things in a way where I'm maneuvering in order to put myself in the best possible position to create the arousal in the most healthy way possible. Right? So... For example, let's say if we start a conversation and I don't have any desire for you to truly understand me. I just want to be right, right? What's going to happen is, is that I may, I want the conversation to go well, but my desire is that I just want to be right here. So we're never going to reach a space where where we're going to be aroused by our conversation in a real positive way, right? Because you're going to be put off by the fact that if I'm using language that's just either down talking you or making you feel like you have to be on the defense, right? And the thing is about it is I think that we can live in this space where we, and this is the reason why I use want and desire so interchangeably and why it's a little confusing because I'm, I'm working through it myself right here, is that I have recognized in myself that out loud, I can say that I desire a healthy relationship, right? I can say that out loud, but since I don't truly understand what it means to be in a healthy relationship, I don't know to desire that yet. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only aroused by the idea of what I think a healthy relationship is without truly taking the time to understand what that is and being patient and looking inside myself and developing myself so that then I can recognize, okay, now I know what I desire here. Now I know what my vision is. I understand what I want to accept and what I don't want to accept and how I can hold myself accountable for those desires in a way where I'm, I'm conscious of them. I'm conscious of how I look at things. I'm conscious. And that allows me to not place to not place expectations on whoever else is involved in that situation. Cause it's pure. It's just, I desire it. And whatever comes from that comes from that. And I'm not saying, Hey, I want this. So you need to want this too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really weird. I, we're in a real weird abstract way of thinking on this. No, I mean, uh, it's great. It's really great stuff because I'm sure there's a bunch of people that feel like they're in a weird abstract yeah. place within their relationships. So I think you're, helping a lot of people understand that they're not fucking crazy too. Yeah. You know? Um, but I'm so interested in what, what you just said because of, of, of this idea. Um, wow. It's just, it's just so interesting. Like I, like immediately I thought of 
what's what's a health you because you said you're trying to figure out what's a healthy relationship yeah is that and now <laughs> you're still trying to figure it out so my question may even not even sound that's different for everybody though uh, it uh, right well and that's the beautiful thing about it to a degree Right, because because there are, I think there are some basics. I think there are some basic things that we know so are share, unhealthy. Well, this is very you don't want to be beat, right? No, whoa, whoa. there's some people that do want to get beat <laughs> with 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 consent. It's a different thing. That's a fetish. What I'm saying is that we don't want domestic violence. We don't want anybody well, being okay. abused emotionally or verbally or physically. Right? Okay. These are things that we can agree on that are 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 unhealthy in a relationship. Right? Um, codependency. That's unhealthy. Yeah. Right. Um, enabling, enabling toxic yeah. behaviors. We don't want that. Yeah. That's unhealthy, right? Yeah. And that's universal. That's universal. And they all yeah. exist. And now here's what I will say when we say it's different for everybody is that they all exist in very different ways in relationships in very yes. nuanced ways, gray area ways, well, subtle ways. Out, outwardly, they, they, okay. So I think they can look different. It's hard to tell. It's hard to yeah. tell because it's based on a lot of motivation. Yeah. You can see, you can see a relationship like, oh, they, they, and they can eat ice cream together, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And, you know, somebody drops something and the other one picks it up for the other one. Yeah. And you're like, you know, he's, the motivation is because I want to do everything for this person. Yeah. Or I just want to be kind and just help them out. So it, 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 it's hard to tell from the external, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but we're, we're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. And, but the thing is about it is that I'm, I'm not speaking about like what it looks like on the outside. I'm talking about, you, you know, if you're in the relationship, right? So I'm not speaking from a place where I'm judging someone else's relationship. I'm speaking from a place where I'm recognizing my own. And but we're, we were talking about how it looks different in different relationships. Yeah, yeah. That was because it, well, when because I say it looks that. different, I mean, like, if you, it, let's say if fucking Bob Hope is listening to this fucking, rest in peace, if, if Bob is listening to this podcast and he's like, oh, how it looks in my relationship, he knows. I don't know. I don't know, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bob yeah. knows, you know? And if, well, I was just and if Bob doesn't know, Bob needs to go to therapy, you know, or if he feels like he needs to go to therapy, <laughs> everybody got to go to therapy. Know, if you, yeah, listen, I'm, 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 a, I'm an advocate, uh -huh. but I'm just saying is that he knows, right? She knows whoever's listening, he yeah. or she knows, they knows what it, they know what it looks like in their relationship and they feel something. And sometimes here's the craziest thing. And this is what I'm recognizing now is that there's things that can exist in your relationship that, and I mean, this is not even what I've known now. This is something that I've known forever. It's just becoming more prominent in my life at the moment because I'm going through the process of becoming better. And, 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 you know, all change brings pain in some, some, some way because you face, you have to face yourself. So yeah. what I recognize, and it's coming to more prominence in my life right now is that you, there's what you know, there's what you don't know, and there's what you don't know, you don't know. So right yes. now, if someone's listening to this and they're getting a feeling and they're like, ah, I don't think I experienced that. Right. But I do be feeling something. Well, that something is something that you need to explore. Right. Yeah. If there's something in your life where you feel a little resistance, if there's something in your life where you feel like something's holding you back. If there's something in your, in your relationship or in your friendships or in your familial relationships where you feel like a block, something that's stopping you from being fully emotionally there, from loving fully to being loved fully. Like you may not have the label. You may not understand what that is, but it's something and that it's worth exploring. Because if you care about those things, if you care about that relationship, you care about that friendship, you care about that familial bond, what you're going to do is you're going to explore it and you're going to figure it out. Just like any wound. If you have an infection in your body, what you're going to do is you're going to try to figure it out. Where is it? Where is it coming from? What kind of infection? How can I treat it? Let me take the time. Let's get diagnosed. Let's sit with it. What are the symptoms? Right? How can I prevent it? 
How can I maintain my body in a way where I, where I, I keep it healthy so that this doesn't happen again. And, and, and that's what I'm starting to recognize about my own, my own habits is that there's things that I did that I didn't even recognize as, as bad habits for me. Right. And then now I'm starting to see them as like an infection. Oh shit. Where did this come from? Why did I start doing this? How can I treat it? How can I look at this in a way that's more healthy? How can I prevent it? You know, and, um, you know, for anybody that's listening that may be like, oh, these concepts, I, I don't think I relate to any of this. I'm, I think we all have things, you know, no, no one's perfect. And if you are, man, you know, blessings be upon you. But I think that like, and, and, and just to kind of circle back on how this means for intimacy is that all these things that we're bringing up and that I'm speaking about have to do with the way that we approach intimate relationships and how we digest them. And, um, I just think that these processes, the way that we look at them, they exist. And sometimes they exist in ways that we don't even know. They tug on us. They make us feel certain ways. And it's just, uh, it's just been really profound for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it, listening to it, it's, it's, again, um, intimacy is, is, is an interesting the way I define it, it really deals with closeness. It deals with, you know, just bond and, and just being open. It's just for some reason, it's just more of an emotional thing for me. Yeah. You know, um, when we spoke about it, the, when the first time we had the conversation and, and you, you brought up something about, you know, sex, right? And you said... Um, well, you brought up, know. you brought up sex. You, you said... No, but you... You brought up when I brought it up. I you brought up, yeah, I uh, I, I analyzed you. Of a a dis a detachment. You brought up this term of detachment, like a disconnect, right? like a disassociation. Yeah, a dis yeah, and and I was thinking about that, and um, it was it was just real interesting because of of why it just says a lot about me. Yeah, you know, all of our things do. Yeah, absolutely. I think everything, every, just, just even how we define intimacy says a lot about you, your, and yourself. You know, so um, when you, when I'm hearing you share, it, it's just, it's so interesting to me because you're my bro, and you know, I care about you. So it says a lot about you. Yeah, it says a lot about you know one how vulnerable you're being right now and sharing what you, what you're sharing, and and. Um, and I'm looking at, 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 at it and, and it, so many questions pop up to me because now I look at myself and I go, um, how intimate am I, am I within, within myself? Yeah. You know, how much time do I really spend with me? Yeah. Not thinking, just really like self-loving. Yeah. You know, like intimacy within yourself and connecting within yourself with your own being mm. not staying in, in my head and i think that comes with you know our last topic that we have about meditation um and all those things and i think that if you if you don't have that within yourself it's very hard for you to be able to be intimate with other other people yeah you know on all levels yeah because you could be physically intimate or whatever it is and and sometimes i think that you know, I wasn't categorizing, you know, physical intimacy as intimacy, you know, because I think you could just have sex, you know, and it's not intimate. 
Yeah. You know, that's just my idea of it. You know, that yeah, you can. You can you can you can have sex devoid of intimacy. Absolutely. Yeah. That is yeah. A, that I don't think that strikes it from it's, the category of intimacy though. I, just, I think it's a huge part. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's, a, it's a form. And it's a uh, you said it best. It's a form. Um and it's just so I had today, I think I had an intimate moment with Nilda. I, I, uh, you said that in a way that it was like, what is this motherfucker about to say? I think I had an intimate moment with myself. <laughs> Alone. We were, we were in the car and I'm dropping her off. Yeah, we had an intimate moment in the <clears> car. <throat> um, oh, God. And Cardi B's new song comes on. Have you heard it? Very intimate song. You heard it, right? Yeah. I didn't even what, I didn't even know what the hell what's it called whoop I don't know it's whoop, WAP right? wet ass you know, pussy yeah and I heard it and this is the first time I ever heard <clears> the song and I'm sitting next to her and I was just like in the stuff she was saying and you talk about desire arousal and action like all these I'm like what the hell and I'm like next to my girl I don't even want to look at her because of what's ca- coming out of Cardi's mouth because I'm like why. You were bashful? It, it was just not even because of just how, you know, when you know someone and then you and feel I like, know how, I don't know this person. No, not even. Well, I, Cardi's uh, like Cardi is so open about her sexuality. Yeah. Not she's an open book. Right. When it comes to that stuff, because I know how my girl is so like conservative and very like, yeah. you know, I want to keep things to myself that I almost took on her energy you know when it came to that song it was just so an interesting that's why i said it was intimate yeah for me it was intimate because i like borrowed her like i just kind of like you borrowed cardi b's energy or you borrowed no you borrowed no, my girl, nilda's my energy yeah, yeah your girl's yeah, energy girl. yeah yeah that like she I, was like, borrowing from cardi b I don't know. I don't know what she was. I mean, that's what music is, right? We get to live vicariously through. I don't. I, I don't know if she. I don't even know if she likes the song. Oh. It was just a moment that I had that I was like, I, you know, when you're in a, I'm like, whoa, she's saying all this okay. stuff. Okay. Like, she was talking. She was talking about like going in the back of her like tonsils and all this. I'm like, yo, she is, she is letting it all out, yeah. right? And I and and I said, I, well, I wonder what my girls think. And I didn't ask her, because <laughs> I immediately that would have been intimate. It would have, but because of this, I like, she tells me time and time again, like, she's like, I like keeping things inside. I don't like certain sharing, talk about yeah. certain things and sharing certain things that. Oh, you're going to hate I you for this then. What? Just sharing that. This is an assumption. This is an assumption. I'm not, yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't say anything to me. Okay. At that moment. No, I think that her, me saying that she likes, she's a private person is. Publicly, yeah, that's not a problem. I don't, I, that's yeah. not what I was. Continue. <laughs> she didn't say anything at all, she didn't do anything wrong. It was all of, and this, this is, is going where, on in your head, yes, yes. But, um, and it goes <clears throat> off of what you said because sometimes you know we project or, or we, you know, we do these things and, and create these intimate moments, you know, or whatever it yeah. is. And that was something that I felt was intimate, even though it probably really wasn't because I didn't engage any kind of way. There was no real action other than, you know, me just, you know, daydreaming about like how my girl feels at that moment. I don't think, I don't think, or so I'm curious and I I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to know the answer to this is I don't think that you would define it as this, 
But do you think it made you uncomfortable? With her lens, because I assumed her lens. Yeah. That's, 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 yes. Me and within myself. You put her in a box. Because of how she describes herself to yeah. me, you know? Yeah. So. No, I'm not saying you're wrong for putting her in the box. I'm saying that you put her in a box, right? She, you. I don't, it just sounds weird you, you hearing that because I just thought of like a coffin. It's just like, no, okay, I don't, I didn't put her right, in a then box. Then let's not use that description. Yeah, that's yeah, not where I, I was going. You, you, you define her identity. Right, based no, on what she's she shown you. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that you, what you did is you didn't give her room for nuance. I didn't give myself to experience that yet. Yeah. So the thing is about it is, that, trust me, I'm. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yes, she, she has the room. Yeah. I just didn't give myself because you couldn't believe awareness... it. You were like, "Whoa, hold on, what the fuck? This isn't what. This isn't my girl. What is going on? What are you talking about? This isn't you, right?" Oh no, not even that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Every, everything that everything that Cardi said, I didn't even I didn't even think of my girl. Like that's not my girl. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't that. What my my awareness came down into her, what I assumed her view of the, the song was. Ah, uh, okay. But I don't think she. I like. I don't think she took offense to anything that Cardi was saying or like, like, this is not you. This is not her. like, it was no comparison. So did was you, none of that did stuff. you, do you think that she defined, she defied an expectation in that moment for you? Because you she defined, defied, you defied, like defied, oh, defi because yeah. the thing is, um, is that you had an idea, you have, you have this idea of who she is, this conservative person, very uh, modest in the way that she carries herself. Right. And then you see this completely polarized version. Right. Even if it's through a song, but you're in the car. She's she you know her. This is you know, your girl as modest, conservative. And then all of a sudden the song comes on and the exact opposite's happening. And you're like. Hold on. You know, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like and then you're like, is is she cool with this? Like, is this something that she thinks we, about? We didn't change the song. We didn't change the song. We listened to yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, vibe to it. Which, and, but the yeah. thing is about it. I don't know if that was her first time listening to it, because apparently. <clears throat> Other people, like I, 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 I thought it was like the first time they ever played it on the radio for some weird reason. Yeah. But then I go see someone, and I'm like, "Did you hear the song?" And he was there with his girl, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah it's fucking huge." Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, "Where the fuck have I been?" You yeah. know, like, and there, so I, I didn't. So did that happen too? I didn't know if she heard it for the first time, so she was like just listening because she's a Cardi B fan. Yeah. She follows her too. So, um, so what was your question? Again? Well, my so, question was, was like when, when that was happening, it sounds like that you were uncomfortable with the idea that she may be defying what you thought she was not uncomfortable in a bad way, but like where kind of, it, it, you were off tilter, right? Like you were like, Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Cause you, you're saying that after that, you were starting to think like, I wonder what she's thinking. Like, is she, is, is this like, am I seeing a part of her that she doesn't share with me? Right. Or am I... Am I, um, am I, am I witnessing another aspect of my girlfriend that I haven't seen before? Right. That, Cause that sounds exciting, but also uncomfortable, right? If it's new. No, no, I didn't, no, no, that wasn't it. Okay. It was, it was more of me taking on her, her, because we're out. And, so we're did outside. You, did you feel uncomfortable where you were like, hold on, hold on. This is too much. So I was intrigued because Listen, I so I, when she said the song or whatever, when they were talking about the song, yeah. like, she, like I heard the hook, I'm like, oh, this is whack. Yeah. You know, but then I heard the, and then 
there's a feeling that she says it with too. <laughs> yeah. Like Cardi has this way of, you know, projecting that feeling mm-hmm. out. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, this is, this is like really, why they oh, have this on wait, hold on. I just realized your girl wasn't rapping along to it. Nobody knows it. Like, I think this is the first time hearing it. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. This I heard the story it. different. Okay, hold on. I just want to, I, I want to make it clear because I heard... I thought that it was on, and your girl was rapping the lyrics out oh, loud. I don't know if she. I don't know if she heard it. I just no. no, no, no that would be something different. Yeah, that's rapping, why I was asking you, like, wow, this yeah. is a different person. This is so you know. The, no, okay, no, okay. No. Now I understand what you're saying because you're listening to it, and then now you're looking at your girl, like, I wonder what she's thinking. Like, yeah, this is like this is th- this song is not my girl. Right, like in terms of like the kind of person she is, like this is a song she that's boisterous sexually. This, this yeah. is this is yeah. out there and completely unconservative. And then you're like, here's this conservative girl next to me. This is my girl. I'm like, I wonder if she's like, I wonder if in her yeah. head she's like, what is she thinking about this? Like, is this is this like, yeah, I fuck with this, or is this like, oh my god, this is oh too much, right? So like, I I get I get what you're saying now. I think I understand a little better. And and the intimate part. Yeah, you're 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 right about that. And the intimate part was when you wreck when you can again, I don't know if it's intimate or if it's just me projecting. But and that and that's a tricky thing about when you think you know somebody. When you I, think I think it was intimate somebody, to yourself. I think yeah, I think you were being I, intimate with you. You learned I, about I, you. <laughs> I think I was maybe it's more of a empath like an empath kind of moment. You were taking on some kind of emotion. That she's normally saying that she, you know that she would have, or, you know? or maybe, or maybe this is someone that you spend a lot of your fucking time with. You're taking on her values. Bingo. That's that's the better yeah. way of saying it. That's a better way of saying it, and that's what happened. But I think, <clears> I, I, again, the magic is not is understanding people's values, but people change and people yeah. have these moments of you know, and I think. So I don't, I, I look at that moment and I'm wrong. It wasn't intimate because I didn't allow her and I didn't ask her yeah. and I didn't allow her and I didn't allow her to show up how she wanted to show up. Even if it probably was what I was thinking. I, well, I, I, I wouldn't you know? say you didn't allow her because you didn't stop her from doing anything. I didn't, no, no, I, I didn't. What In I, your I, mind, you didn't I, allow her is what you're saying. My awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't open for it. And I think that we can feel things on, a, on, on that level. Yeah. You can you can feel that you can feel when someone's not open to something. It was intimate though, with you. You learned something about yourself. All right, that's an intimate moment. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean you, yeah. you take from that moment and you realize that, like, oh, okay, maybe maybe there was something I was doing here that I was projecting onto my partner, you know, and that's a yeah. that's a learning lesson. I, you can call it intimate. I don't know if it is intimate, but it it could be. You, know? uh, you can mean, make I it mean, intimate. It, it helps. You have desire so, for a change or a yeah. desire, you know. It helps with the desire factor. It helps with, I think, part of, and what's something that you said about how you don't even know what health, the healthy relationship looks like. Right? Yeah. But I think that experiencing unhealthy relationships helps you identify yes. a lot better what a healthy relationship is. You can't, you can't identify it any other way. If you lived in a healthy relationship, you wouldn't even know what to look for yeah, because exactly. it's already what you have. Con- exactly. We need contrast. Exactly. You can't see exactly. something without contrast. Go get an MRI. Guess what they're going to make you drink? Contrast. So the, All right? So these, <laughs> these moments of, of what I just experienced in the car, 
gives gives me that perspective, gives me the the, the appreciation, the appreciation, yeah. really, like of, of of what to shoot for, of what to not even just what to shoot for, because I think I think it kind of like what you said when you skip steps. Yeah, intimacy is a journey. Yeah, that's what I want to say. It's not a means to an end. It's not just the end. It's not the. It's just not it's a never that ending. It's a never ending story. It's not the wham bam thank you ma'am yeah. kind of thing. It's it's not that. And I think that's the. But that's the why. Beautiful. But that's why I say one night stands not necessarily intimate. We may feel that it's intimate. So, I I think that there's an intimate. Yeah. Uh, components. There's an intimate action happening. And I think there's it, different levels of of intimacy that you can experience in terms of energy yeah. and other things you know so on a on a deep deep level that you want to experience with someone that you know like a partner yeah again i don't know maybe if i was evolved maybe if, I was, if buddha was having a one-night stand i think that would be intimate that'd be intimate he'd be there 100 percent. he'd know that person he, just by touching them you gotta think about that right yeah. no if buddha so it, it all buddha wouldn't like have one-night stands though Hey, he's too enlightened. You don't know that. How do you know? I don't know. I just feel like the Buddha would be able to just meditate and come. The tantric, tantric stuff, shit. You know what I'm saying? Just that's it. He's done. He would have no I, need I, I, for it. No need for sexual desires. There's no need for it. He's beyond that. He's evolved past the need for sex. I would. I would. I would want to ask him that. You're gonna ask him. I mean. I, I, I wish I could. But. Let me, let me, so I'm going to give an intimate moment that I had with my girl actually right before I got onto the call with you. <clears throat> and it was, a, it was actually really cool. And it was, it was really cool because it was something we were both so aware of, but we didn't have to talk about it. Like we didn't have to talk about it in a way where we were like, wow, this is really intimate. Um, me and my girl both love watching UFC together. We enjoy it. Oh, I saw it. I saw it in the background when, yeah. when we got off. So like we both really love watching UFC together, right? It just goes without saying, right? Where like a pay-per-view is coming up, I'll, I'll buy it and we look forward you know to it. You know what's cool about that? Hmm. I got to experience watching UFC with you guys. So I feel special. Yeah, yeah you have. So it, the thing is about it is that we really enjoy it, right? And like, yeah, and I felt that my day. girl gets in, invested in it. She starts Twitter threads. And that was a hell of a fight. The one that we saw together with the, the, the two girls. Oh, they fucking beat the shit out of each other. One of the best oh, fights my. ever. Yeah, Joanna uh, Janjacek yeah. and... um. Uh, uh, the, the Chinese girl, I forgot her name. I, her face looked like, like it was like. But yeah, remember her face? She yeah, she, like she fucking a, she looked like a softball on her fucking forehead. My bad, go ahead though. I know you were saying this story. We both really enjoy it. It's something that we both get a ton of joy from, but we get joy from it because of the way we connect through it. So, <clears throat> whenever we we start talking about the UFC fights that are coming up, there's there's this mutual desire that we feel. And it's like, we both want to experience those nights. And the reason why is because of what they come with. We normally get some buffalo wings. We sit down. We spend time on the couch together. We're laid up on each other, right? My girl falls asleep on the couch. I've, I finish watching the fights. But it's something that, like, it comes with routine and closeness. And, like, we both really enjoy it. So just before we, I get on the call, I was watching, there's this big fight coming up. And we, I was like, oh, babe, let me put on a couple fights. So we can watch these two people fight in these last fights so that we understand what's happened. Well, so that she understands this next fight. So I put them on 
And there was just like this warmness while these two people are fucking killing each other, right? On the screen. And it, it was, it, it, the warmness more so was just the fact that like we both were really enjoying the moment. Yeah. We desired it and it aroused our emotions. It made us yeah. feel close. And that in and of itself made us have like such, there was like a, such an intimate moment where like my girl looked at me and was just like, I love doing these things with you. Right. Yeah. And she just turned and said that to me. She was like, I love, like, I love this. And I turned and I was like, me too. And it was just this real, like nothing else needed to be said there. Right. And it was because there's just so much intimacy that we felt in that moment, so much closeness in such a weird moment. Right. Cause it's like two people on the screen who are punching each other in the face, but we're connecting because of, of what comes with it. And that's like a really, like, n there's no sex in that. Right. There's no, then like, there's no deep conversation happening, right? But it's just this moment that creates a form of intimacy that is just purely energetic. It's yeah. just us being around each other. It's us appreciating each other's presence because and wanting and wanting, wanting the desire, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what <clears throat> and and I spoke to my, my my therapist about this particular thing is that it's something that when me and Curb talk about it, and I think me and you have talked about it similarly, we call it an ego stroke. But okay. when we say ego stroke, what we actually mean is that we want to be desired. We want to feel mutual desire, right? And that's what that was. I desired spending time with you watching this. You desired spending time with me watching this. And our desire came together. And that's what created the intimacy is these two desires coming together in the same exact way. And then we both became aroused just on an emotional love way, right? Like I really truly felt unbelievable love in that moment. And it was really because I felt, I felt desired. I felt like I was wanted and my girl felt the same way. And that was intimacy. Like that was like how I would define intimacy, like to me as those moments, those moments where, where, it matches. It all comes together and matches. Boom. All like right there. And when you can make that happen and when you can duplicate that and replicate that in other facets of your relationships and your life, that's where you start to feel so connected with someone, so close with someone because you're like, oh, you want that too? Me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, we both yeah. want this. Oh, okay. You know? It gets tricky when you guys desire two different things. Though. That's where, that's where, or when one person. That's when communication has to really come in. <clears throat> yeah. Or when one person can't feel desire, right? There's people who are incapable of it. People who are depressed, right? Yeah, yeah. They, people I, who I, have anxiety, people who have traumas, right? Because let's say, let's say, um, let's say somebody was, a, a and, um, you know, just to, just as I feel like this is the perfect analogy, but let's say with somebody's a, a sexual abuse victim, yeah. And for them, sex is connected directly with trauma. Yeah. Desire doesn't exist there because it's connected to this negative experience. Yeah, yeah. So you can't expect that person to be able to experience that first step. Mm -hmm. So in turn, there will be an intimacy issue. Or let's say if somebody automatically connects, let's say UFC. Let's say if my girl had a trauma when it came to getting beat up. Right? You guys wouldn't be able we to We wouldn't be able to connect there. there. Right? Yeah. And the thing is about is recognizing those things and 
this is what I mean about like the, when I, when I apply the idea of desire, right? Cause the, the way I described it just now in the UFC situation with my girl, that is how my therapist kind of defined it. I took that and perverted it and I philosophized it in a way that kind of apply it to the way that we kind of experience life or I experience life. Right. I took that idea and I applied it in a philosophical way kind of differently. But like, when I, when I, when I see this, these moments and I, I see that this desire and I see what I can get from it and I see what can trigger and I see what can create issues and I see all these within myself, why I can't feel desire in certain areas, why I feel frustrated or anxiety in certain areas. It makes me realize how much more I do desire it and how much I want it and how bad I want to be better so that I can, I can grow and understand and be the best version of myself no matter what the outcome of whatever that is and um for me that's like the highest level intimacy for myself me being mm. intimate with me me loving myself like you said me filling my cup me um taking the time to do the things that make me feel fulfilled make me feel loved make me feel happy because if i can be as intimate like you said if you can't find intimacy within yourself, how can you ever give that to somebody else? So that's yeah. what I'm taking time to do is like desire myself, desire the things that I want, allow myself to be aroused by them and then take action, you know? Yeah. Well said, well said. Nah, that, that I'm rooting for you, man. You know, I think Tasha, oh, that's her name. So We've said her she, name mad times on the podcast. She's a rock star. You know, uh, because of, uh, you know, what's special about both of you guys is the effort. Yeah. You know, and doesn't mean you guys can, ha- you know, it's, it's never about having to be right and perfect. It's about the effort and being real. And, you know, that's what I see when I hear these stories and, and just when I'm around you guys, when I'm around you guys, I know that um, I can see it. You know, yeah. I can see, I, I can see that is an effort, uh, conscious effort on both, yeah. on both parts, man. And, and, and I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. So when I hear these things, it's like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about because I know, I know the possibilities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man. I mean, and the thing is about it, what's so great is that we, I, I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to have like, like even you and your girl, you know, and being able to, to talk to you and, talk to you about your experiences and the things that you want for yourself. And, and those, like when I hear the anecdotes and the stories you share with me, and um, I, even when, when we, we all hang out together and I can see the way that you guys interact with each other, I can see how you show up, right? That mm-hmm. in and of itself is inspiration for me. I mean, we recently, we hung out with each other. And even in those situations, I recognized so much in how you showed up as a partner and how she showed up as a partner and how you guys interacted in those ways. And it made me, it, what it did is it gave me a sense of peace in realizing that there's, there's parts of, there's things that I can relate to and I can say, Oh man, I see some of myself in this. Yeah. 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 And, or I can see some of my relationship in here and it makes me recognize I'm not alone. Yeah, but yeah. What it, we're not the we're not the only fucked up one. Exactly. Well, no, but not. <laughs> but then I don't even want to say that, like, because I don't think it's it's the whole thing. You you got to take the good and the bad, yeah. and 
that's the, that's what I, I just don't want to categorize it as fucked up. But I categorize oh, it more so I as mean, human, it's right? It's human. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's just, I look at it and I say, I say, this is dope because oftentimes if you find yourself in, in any kind of um, trepidation in a relationship, you tend to feel like the world is crumbling, <laughs> right? Because you feel so alone in it. People, people really, myself, when I say people, I often mean me, but like, I often find myself when, no matter what it is, it can be with my girl, it could be in my, my friendships, it could be with my mom, it could be with my dad, that when I find myself at odds with them, I sometimes feel like it's catastrophic. Even Mm. if it's a small moment, a small thing, a blip. And the reason why is because I, I, I'm in an echo chamber of my own subconscious. Yeah. And when you're able to see the outside factors, the outside situations where other people are experiencing very similar things, you recognize, oh, okay, this universe is fucking big. This is a big world. And people are experiencing things just like I am. And it's not the end of the world. And I can be better. And I can grow. And instead of me having an echo chamber within my head of negative thoughts, what it does is it helps me shift my perspective and say, this isn't that big deal. This isn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And um, my therapist said something really fucking cool about, about like what it means. And I think I, I, I shared it with you, but it's just that, you know, triggers are just, triggers are just signals yeah, to you, what you need to, to where you need to grow. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I'm starting to look at things. Because everything that would bother me or every time there's an issue, exactly. I start to recognize what, what about this is making me not like me? Yeah. You know, cause I'm seeing parts of me here and that's why I'm feeling this way. Well, not all times, but there's something in me that I can learn. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's interesting. I don't know what you mean by me. That's why I said, well, yeah. because I think we have this men- mental construct of who we are yeah yeah and then that's what if that's who we mean me then yeah i, I, I get what you're saying yeah. but who we really really are yes i mean we we yeah. i think we had a, a a moment about that on our conversation yesterday where i was like ah yeah. it's not me it's my behaviors right so it's yeah you're right so it's like it's not my identity it's just that there's something about myself that i'm seeing yeah. right now that is unpleasant and that I need to kind of work my way through that and to recognize it and not run away from it, you know, and not shift blame and not say, yeah. and, and there's something that you, you've been saying for years, Eddie, years that has like, I've evolved. And I, this isn't the first time I spoke about this, whether on the podcast or just in general as your friend, but you've always said you're a mirror. We're mirrors. Yeah. Right. And the thing is about that is that it's absolutely true. Not mm-hmm. only in the times where it's good, because oftentimes <laughs> yeah. you use that whenever I would give a compliment. That was your way of not absorbing the compliment, right? That's how you used it for a long time when it came to our friendship. That was my, that was my way of sharing yeah. the compliment. Yeah, that, that was your I way would, of dispersing it, right? Like, like I was just sharing yeah. it back with you. So I would you say, know? yo, Eddie, yo, you're a great friend. And you'd be like, yo, I'm a mirror. And, and the thing is about it is that for so long is that the, the idea of a mirror felt so positive and warm yeah yeah right? but the reality is is that also when we're arguing or we're having discussion mirror. we're mirrors you know what i'm saying yeah. so it, yeah. it's it's 
through through this friendship, through my therapy, through self-reflection, through introspection, through retrospective thinking, I'm recognizing that, yeah, everything's a mirror. And that Ooh. all these are just moments for me to learn who I am. And, and I'm not going to run away from it. I'm going to take a long look at these moments and I'm going to say, all right, how can we fix this? And it's not breaking the mirror. No. It's not breaking the person. <laughs> you know, you get mad at how it looks and then you want to break the yeah. mirror. There's no anger. I don't judge we, it. You know, That's how we, we've responded so many times before. Yeah. Let me change the mirror. Yeah. Let me get rid of this person. Let me do this. Let me do it's always the outside, yes. you know? Yeah. And 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 that's usually the, the wrong thing. And then we do that enough we times. We duplicate it. Realize, yeah, we just yeah. we just keep doing the same thing. It doesn't matter. The mirror isn't the fucking problem. Like, yeah. A mirror a mirror does the same job no matter what you go buy a mirror from IKEA or buy a mirror from fucking uh, you know, a super expensive furniture store that I'm not wealthy enough to know the name of. So you 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 can buy a mirror from any of these places. They all do the same thing. They reflect yourself back yeah. at you. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The frame yeah. is just ornate. Doesn't make a difference. You know? Mm -hmm. So. You know, I, I, I feel that other people are mirrors. But um, I really, I, I look at this, this analogy that I heard before. You know, you can either be a moon, a moon reflects or a sun, a sun radiates. And I think that other people can be mirrors, but my goal is not to be a mirror, is to radiate, yeah. not to reflect, because you can go into, and what that means is if you go into- React, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and, if, and I've experienced that recently with you, I, I, I experienced that recently with my, with my girl, and not react to you, react to who what I you think. Feel. Yeah. Who, who I think, my assumptions. And that's what I mean, you, I, I, mirroring back instead of radiating what I truly desire. Yeah. Because that's what we should, in, in life, you know, the more intimacy we want is ra radiate what we really want. You want to know, you want to know what my Give affirmation up. for that is? Yours what? is, don't be a moon, be a sun, right? Yeah. Mine is, mind your fucking business. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I like that. If you mind your fucking business, you'll radiate. Because it won't affect it won't affect who you are, right? Yeah. Whatever that person is projecting on you can't get reflected back because I'm minding my fucking business. And you're going after what you desire That's it. and radiate. I'm just yeah. minding my fucking business. And if I mind my business, I'm gonna be me. Great advice. Whoever gave you that advice is a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, listen. I love this topic, and honestly, I can keep talking about it. It's a lot of fun. I, I think it was very real. I think this is, um, I got a lot out of it, you know, from you, like a lot of, not just, just a lot of energy from you in this one. Yeah. So like it was really a hit home with you. I'd like, to, I'd like to attribute that to therapy, to be honest. I spoke about it so much in this fucking episode, but I just think that I'm having so many kind of emotional breakthroughs through my sessions. Yeah. That what it's doing is it's giving me ammo um, where before I would have to reach down to try to figure out like how I feel uh, yeah. like every we're, we're recording on Sundays and I'm mm -hmm. having sessions on Fridays. Like I'm all this shit is fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just I was deep diving into all of this stuff right before coming into record. So like I'm yeah. I'm these are all raw emotions that I'm feeling right now. 
you know so yeah. it's it's just really that uh it's cool because the podcast gives me a platform to kind of work through some of these thoughts you know and our friendship kind of gives me a platform to work through some of those thoughts and um i just feel really blessed and grateful and just tremendous amount of gratitude to be able to have the space to be able to like you know uh seek out trying to grow and be a better person on a mental level, emotional level, physical level, all these different spaces that I'm trying to develop and become better in. And then also have uh, the friendship I have in you and the space to share and kind of elaborate on those things a little bit more. Um, What would the word be? There's a word for that and I can't figure it out, but like kind of just talk through it. And be like, oh, what does this mean? Bounce this off of each other, you know? Talk to somebody who really listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or somebody that just that can give me some ideas back. I mean, just hearing your definition of That's intimacy it. and your ideas on what I was sharing, it it helps me, you know. Yeah, I also I think is because we want we want that we want desire. that for each other. Yeah, the desire is there for <laughs> us and our yeah. friendship. It is. It's there. It's that I I know it's there because it's, it's I feel it. It's probably yeah. Yeah, big time. You know, so, um, bro, I love these conversations. You know, I just, I feel like we're more intimate with everybody else out there. This conversation, I think that when they hear it, oh, and you, you guys can let us know, you big know, time. but I really feel like this was an intimate conversation between us and, you know, everyone everybody that's listening. That's listening. Yeah, definitely. They're going to feel it. It's going to bleed through. The energy's there. Yeah. You know. Love love I love the talk. Yeah, this was this was a good episode, man. Good call. Good pick, Joshua. No, oh, no, we did it together. No, mine was you want to know mine was? Mine was the opposite of intimacy. Mine was Murphy's. It's <laughs> <laughs> how it's how big you wanted had more to do with getting the fuck away from everything because everything's going yeah. absolutely wrong. Final destination. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, that was my That's topic. a good one, though. I like that. Regardless, I think we should talk about the idea of Murphy's Law and like like manifesting bad things when we have like a, when we already have a bad outlook on it, you know, or sometimes when you don't even want it to happen and it happens or, you know, I don't even think coincidence. It's, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, I didn't even have a bad outlook. It's just stuff that we like you could normally say it's bad was happening, yeah. you know, like. And not, I don't want to say bad, like unfortunate on a human level is bad. Yeah. But in, in, in you the know, grand scheme in, of things, in, maybe not. It's, it's a spec. It just it's is. Small, it's, yeah. You know, it's not good or bad. So, um, it was happening and I, all I did was point it out and I was like, God, this is really happening. All this stuff happening. And that's why, you know, but I think the intimacy resonated a lot, a lot more. And I'm happy we spoke about that instead of, all the other stuff, you know, with Murphy's Law and all that stuff. But it, I think that would be a great future topic, too. Yeah. I, I'll have fun with it. Yeah, I, I, that... Um, we got to do it when we really have a lot of bad shit happening. I have, I have plenty of bad shit that happened in my life. I can talk about that shit whenever you want. Yeah. Murphy's Law in, 20, in production? 2020, if you work in production... 2020's Murphy's uh, Law. 20, yeah, 2020 <laughs> is literally the year of the Murphy. Of Murphy's yeah, Law. Yeah, it's Murphy. like that... Murphy was born in 2020. Facts. Yeah, it's been the year of the Murphy's Law going on over and over again. Yeah, man, this has been a great episode. Eddie, I appreciate you. Nothing but gratitude for your existence in my life, man. 
brother, man, you are you are a fucking rock star in my world, man. And I even I told you I got I got messaged by somebody that has a similar name as you, and I told you the only reason that I even reached out to him was because he has a similar name as you. The guy doesn't look like you. The guy doesn't even we he doesn't even live in our country. When I saw he had a similar name, I said I gotta I gotta I gotta talk to him. Now, if he scams you, um, don't blame me for that either. I blame it on Murphy. <laughs> it's, Mur- it's Murphy's <laughs> fault. That's fucking hilarious. Oh man. oh, man. Listen, I appreciate you, my brother. I think we can start wrapping yeah. this motherfucker up. Uh, we love each and every one of you guys who are listening. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast with your plays. Um, we see you guys. We see you. Yes. We see the plays. We see that you motherfuckers are listening. I've gotten the feedback. And I'm uh, really grateful for everybody that does listen, that does support. And um, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Yes. And uh, I don't remember the website that our merch is on because uh, I'm terrible. Do you remember? T-Public. T-Public. There we go. (laughs) T-Public. I'll put the link. I'll put the link in our description. Um, And uh, support. Support the podcast. Help us. Recoup on some of the, the costs. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but, uh, thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at phase funk, F A Z E F U N K. Uh, you can follow me at I am Eddie Rose on IG, DM me, reach out to me. Let's talk. I want to, you know, expose myself some more. That sounds crazy. I'm going to listen, DM me. I want to expose myself. You're not in that way, but it just, it flowed. I was so used to saying that before when I was single. Uh, uh, you know? Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I'm joking. Listen. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a joke. Ha, I, ha, I love, ha. I love the, the, the disclaimer. <laughs> Email us at feelingexposedpodcast um, at gmail.com. Send us your feedback. Send us your thoughts. Send us your advice. Send us your questions. Send us your criticism. Send us your social security card number so that we can then apply to credit cards and then spend money using it. Uh, we appreciate you. I'm not. I nah, I don't want to go back to jail. Joshua. <laughs> we, we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night. Yeah, much love. Peace.